Hey, business building warrior. It's your buddy, Jim. This is Silent Sales Machine Radio, and I just got done jumping into our Facebook group a couple hours ago and posting a question that I thought might solicit some interesting answers. And sure enough, it has. The question was simple. Here we are as I'm recording this episode on this snowy day in central Indiana. And my question that I posed on February 1st, 2021 to the Facebook group in front of 60,000 plus, I think we just passed 63,000 to be exact, members of our community. And I said, hey, what was the first item you sold in this new month? February 1st, 2021, look at your orders. What's the first item you sold? And specifically, I wanted to hear from replens sellers. I'll explain what replens are. Bear with me if you already know. Odds are there's a good number of people listening today that don't know what a replen is. So I will explain that in just a moment. But that was the question. I said, what's the first item you sold if you're one of our many, many replens sellers? And as of this recording, a couple hours after having asked that question, well over 150 responses. And there's some cool things happening in those responses, which made me want to record this podcast episode and also give you a link so you can go see for yourself what I'm talking about. Let me just talk about some of the things that I'm observing first, and then I'll explain what replens are. And as always, if you go to the show notes at silentgym.com, you can see any links that I talk about today. They'll be posted right there with this episode, and you can go see this discussion for yourself if you'd like, draw your own conclusions, even scroll back if you would to February 1st, 2021 in your seller history and see what the first item was that you sold on that new calendar day and tell us about it. But I just thought it'd be an interesting sample set to gather from the many sellers that we have who are using our replens model. So let me explain what replens are first before we go too far. And that'll take me a couple minutes probably, and then we'll jump into some of the observations that I'm making. And I think you'll even draw some inspiration and encouragement from some of these observations. A replen is simply this. And as you scroll through this post, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's any item that you can easily source that sells at a predictable pace of a nice steady ROI on Amazon. Any product that you can easily source, typically even at full retail price, that you can sell on a repeat basis and it's very predictably selling over and over and over again. That's a replan. And we have people who have built, and you've heard them on these podcast episodes, who have built incredible businesses, six and seven figure businesses with their family, hiring a small team, hiring shoppers, hiring preppers, building it out. Because why is this model so successful? Why is it so powerful right now? It's simply this. The world is shifting in a big way right now from buying products off of store shelves to buying products online. And you don't have to look very far to find the evidence of that. We've talked about that as well in other podcast episodes. But from my vantage point, it's one of the biggest shifts in economic activity in the history of the world. Because of the COVID effect, it increased what was already starting to happen. COVID was fuel on a fire that was already burning as far as people being more comfortable staying home and shopping versus going to stores. Well, all the stores are still out there. All those traditional channels are still out there functioning. Store shelves are still getting product put on it, but it's more valuable for that product in many, many cases to be sitting on Amazon's store shelf than it is on your local retailer's store shelf. 
simply because many, many people are very willing to pay that extra premium for the convenience of getting the product delivered to their front step. And there's a value opportunity there, a chance for you to create some value by moving those products from point A to point B. And for those of you who have been listening to this podcast for a while, there's only two legitimate business models that have ever been created according to Hebrew tradition. They're represented by the sole of your feet and the palm of your hand. And if you recall, those two different business models are represented by your hands and feet because those illustrate very well what's needed to make that model work. The models with your hands are things that you touch and that you build and that you shape. Maybe you carve or you create represents the creative energy that goes behind, say, a written book, for example. Your hands are the creative force of creating value. Your feet are the moving products from point A to point B, from a place of low perceived or actual value to a place of higher perceived or actual value. Those are the two business models. And all economic activity, all legitimate economic activity that occurs in the business world has to do with hands and feet. It's pretty cool, huh? So what's an example of a foot model? It would be the example that Daniel Lapin uses frequently that I think is, is hard to beat would be the example of moving an iceberg from the middle of the North Atlantic, where basically it's useless. It's a chunk of floating potential boat wreckage, right? It's the only thing it's good for, really. Well, you move that, you tie a, tie a boat to it, and you, you burn the energy and the, the manpower and the time required to drag that iceberg across the planet, and you put it in the middle of a desert somewhere where they're needing water and the vegetation is dying, and all of a sudden you've created a huge huge value just by moving something from point A to point B. And that's a lot of what the replens business model is. It's moving things from point A to point B. Point A, it's worth five or ten dollars. Point B, it's worth 20 or 30 because of the convenience involved for the consumer, for the final consumer. How do you know that you're creating value? Well, it's simple. Are people paying you? If people aren't paying you, you haven't created any value, or at least none that anyone who's seen the product yet would recognize. So just because you put it on Amazon and, and mark the price up doesn't mean it's going to sell. The skill of replens is finding those, those items that people are willing to pay more for the convenience. And there's a lot of them. You've heard recently on this podcast, people who went out and found 40, 50, 70 or more replens in a single day. And then a year later, over half of those are still rocking and rolling, bringing in profit. And that brings me to this Facebook post that I made this morning where we were talking about what's the first thing you sold February 1, 2021. Look at your Amazon account. Tell us about it. What did you pay? What was the product? What did it sell for? And that's launched into so many interesting conversations, example after example. One of the things that stood out to me in no particular order was the number of people who are selling not only just the common everyday things that you'd expect to see, you know, the food products, we have kitchen products, we have bundles that they've created. Lisa piped in, that's Lisa Larson. She does a live show in our Facebook group every Tuesday, if you didn't know about that. We've been doing that for a few years now. Every Tuesday when she can, she misses from time to time, but it's at 4 p.m. Pacific time, that's Los Angeles, California time, 4 p.m., 7 o'clock for the East Coast in the United States, 7 p.m. for like you know, New York time. 
and she pops in live and does a show, answers questions and hangs out. Well, she mentioned one of the bundles that had sold for her. It was a kitchen item, you know? So a lot of kind of typical, yeah, kind of expected to see that. But we also saw some unexpected things. And one of the trends that I'm noticing as I scroll through this, you know, 150, it's coming up on 170 responses now, is there's a lot of people selling breakable, hard to package items at ridiculously high profit margins. See, if you take the extra time to package it up and to protect it, you know, you got the, is it the three or the five foot drop test or whatever it is that Amazon expects? I can't remember off the top of my head, but basically you want to be able to drop it and not have any damage done to that box. If you're willing to package stuff up, you can make ridiculous margins. Now let's give you a, I'll give you one example here. So see how I can find it quickly. There's so many coming in here that I have to scroll up to find it. But, but basically someone had bought a, a dinner set and the ROI, here it is, it was a set of dinner plates bought for just under $19, sold for $120. So bought for less than 20, sold for almost 120. Yeah, you can take a few minutes to package that up properly, right? A little extra time and attention paid to the packaging. And it's a replan. That's the beautiful thing, guys. These aren't, you know, and nothing against our yard selling friends. There's beautiful margins in yard sales. Jeff Clark, he does a live show for us too, actually, on Saturdays, seven o'clock Eastern on Saturdays when he can. He'll jump into the, the Facebook group. And again, that link will be in the show notes. If you're not in our Facebook group yet, there's 63,000 of us hanging out in there talking about doing business online. But he loves yard sales. He's built an incredible business out of visiting yard sales, finding the gold and flipping stuff, you know, buying it for 50 cents or $5 and selling it for 80 or $120. You know, he can find that stuff all day and he's good at it. So nothing against that model. I love that model. I am trying to win him over to do some replans though, because that's a repeat set it and forget it model where you hire a shopper, you hire a prepper and you pay them and your money's just, you're, you're basically just putting money in and getting more money out. It's you build a system. You don't have to train anybody on how to spot the good stuff at a yard sale. You just tell them, Hey, here's your shopping list. Go to the store, buy these items. And that's what we've reduced our business to. For the vast majority of things that we're selling on Amazon, it's replans. It's we sent 15 in as one sells. We go buy another one and send it in. We keep our stock levels. We try to keep, try to stay away from hitting zero on any of our inventory. We don't want to sell out of anything ideally. And we also don't want to be, you know, a hundred units deep on anything unless it's selling really fast. Obviously we want to have about a month worth of inventory on hand, maybe two months worth of inventory on hand at Amazon. So we can handle a run of sales if we have to. You know, we got enough sitting there to handle that, but we don't hit zero. You know, we don't want to hit zero, but we don't want to have so much in there. I'm sorry, the other the other factor is, you know, so you don't want to hit zero. And on the other side, you don't want to have so much there that if the price tanks on you suddenly, which can happen from time to time, sometimes it's temporary, sometimes it's permanent. Maybe someone gets a new source that's better than a source you have. Someone comes in, they're willing to take a loss and sell a hundred units. And so suddenly your product isn't selling anymore. So you don't want to have so much sitting there. That's the replants model. You don't have so much sitting there that you're stuck with a bunch of inventory you don't know what to do with. So we stay about an inch deep and a mile wide and we try not to run out of any of our products. That's the replants model. And hopefully those of you who've been doing it for a while, I said a tidbit or two in there that was interesting enough to you to, to hopefully help you grow your business. But that's the strategy that we're using with replans with our Amazon account right now. And it's going very, very well. We've got a great team working very hard, putting up some nice numbers. 
and we're expecting big things for 2021. But we're seeing, you know, if you want more evidence of how powerful this is, we're seeing in our community right now, literally every day, with few exceptions, every day, a handful of success stories from new sellers chiming in, saying things like, hey, I bought the course a month ago. I just had my first $300 day. Or I bought the course three months ago. We just hit $10,000 for the month. It's incredible the number of people who are taking off with this model. And it goes back to how simple it is to understand the driving forces behind making this model as big as it is. And as a reminder, that's the shift in economic activity. Amazon can't keep its store shelves stocked. They want to be the everything store. They want to have whatever you need. You can get on amazon.com. You can buy it and have it delivered to your front step. And they've got a bunch of people that do shopping for them too. They've got hired shoppers who are online trying to do deals, but they can't hit everything. They can't even come close. The vast majority of the things that Amazon would like to be able to sell just aren't there. The stuff that customers want, I mean, you've experienced it. You've gone to amazon.com and said, oh, I need this, and it's not there yet. Or they're out of stock right now. Or there's only two sellers, and they're both ridiculously too overpriced, so you don't buy it. Well, they need another third seller to come in willing to make a reasonable margin and sell that item, and you would do great. So that's the opportunity. It's massive, it's expansive, and in this list of things that people have sold, I think you're going to uncover some inspiration. Just going off the top of my head, we saw baby items, dog food items, grocery, kitchen, highly breakable items, stuff that you wouldn't think of, you know, like dinnerware sets and, and, and glasses and glass bottle products that are bottled up in glass. A lot of that, that sort of thing. Those, those make great replens. And our own collection, you know, we've got stuff from hardware stores, anything, you know, we've, we've gotten approved in hazmat hazardous material, that opens up a whole new world of opportunity, each of these new categories. And maybe I could talk about that for just a moment for those of you who aren't ungated in every category. That's pretty much all of us. There's no one who's ungated that I know of across the board in every possible category for every brand on Amazon. But I'll give you a very specific example. I was on a grocery run for my family here a few nights ago, and I was out looking for a few replans while I was out, which once you've got the bug, you're kind of addicted to it and you'll find replens everywhere. But I came across a very popular household brand, and if I said it to you, you'd recognize it. And there I was standing in front of a shelf full from top to bottom of about eight or nine different varieties of this brand. And I did a little research on one, which we teach you how to do in the replens course. There's a link in the show notes. I did a little research and, and I looked and said, wow, this is a great replen. This thing sells 50 to 70 times per month, according to the Keepa chart. And my ROI would be around 100 to 150% very easily, you know, more than doubling my money of what I'm going to put into the product by the time it sells. And I started to add it just to check with Amazon and say, hey, can I sell this? And they gave me a little warning. It says, oh, nope, requires approval. I mean, we've been selling for a long time. We're approved in a lot of things. We're definitely approved in the vast majority of grocery items. But this item, we weren't. It said approval required. So I clicked on the little lock button. There's a little lock over the top of the product on the Amazon app. I clicked on it and it said, would you like to apply for approval? And I said, yeah, I clicked that button too. Waited a few seconds. Next screen you see, congratulations, you've been approved based on your selling history. Okay, now we're approved. It's that e It really is that easy to get approved on new products once you have some momentum. Now, sometimes 
you're not going to get approved. And sometimes they're going to want an invoice, not a receipt. That's a very different thing. Amazon will take receipts 99.999% of the time as proof of you having purchased a product legitimately, but they won't take it to help you get ungated in a new category. And if you were confused by what I just said, please hit the rewind button about a minute and listen to all that again, because it's gold. It will really help you and save you a lot of headaches, what I just said. But once you get approved in a category, you can begin selling in it, but sometimes they're gonna say no, and that's fine. You move on and you find products that you can sell. But too often, new sellers get all worked up, like, I wanna get ungated in all these big categories. There are millions of products available to you day one when you begin your Amazon selling journey, day one. And as you begin selling those products, the other categories are going to magically just open up for you while you're sleeping even in many cases. And sometimes it'll be as simple as clicking that button. You go to add the product, Amazon says, wait, hold up, you're not approved. Would you like to apply for approval? You click the button again and say, yeah, I'd like. And then boom, the door opens and you're approved for that product and any number of others. It's almost like playing a video game and you level up to the next level. Happens all the time. So if you're under the assumption that you're not approved in some categories, from time to time, just try to sell something in that category and apply for automatic approval by clicking the button on the screen when you try to add the product. And sometimes that door just magically opens. Quite often, actually. I would say for us, it's about 90% of the time the door just flies open. Yep, go for it. Based on your good seller history, you're ready to rock. Sell away. And you jump in there on this product that I was standing in front of, this, this shelf full, I found winner after winner after winner after winner because apparently people aren't bothering to apply for approval or something. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's a household brand. And in many cases, there aren't any other FBA sellers. Meaning if I send a product in to Amazon for FBA, I'm going to have the buy box even if my price is higher because I'm going to be able to ship it faster. A lot of people are willing to pay an extra 10, 20, 50, or even 100% more for a product if they know they're gonna have it on their porch tomorrow versus having to wait a week, right? So that's the benefit of selling through FBA. That's why we mark our prices so much higher, those of us who are selling an FBA, because we're selling to those customers who appreciate the convenience. So hopefully this episode has inspired you to think, man, there's a lot of opportunities out there in a lot of different product categories. Some of the really bad advice you might be listening to that I would like to destroy here for just a moment is, hey, sell things you're passionate about. No, I'm not saying that's terrible advice, but that's unnecessarily restrictive advice in the era that we live in. You can sell just about anything. If there's a demand for it, Amazon needs it on their shelf and they don't have enough shoppers. So I don't care if you're passionate about you know, one of the guys that posted it was a good example. He's disgusted by olives. He thinks they're completely gross. Can't stand olives. But he sells a ton of them, right? Because the margin is there. The customer demand is there. Is he passionate about olives? No, he could care less about olives. He thinks they're disgusting. But he sells a whole bunch of them on Amazon every day. Is that somehow less of a legitimate business model because he's not passionate about olives? I would say no. As long as you're passionate about serving your customers well, and you're passionate about running your business profitably so that you stay alive and can, can continue to serve customers well, well, you get very passionate about the service you're providing, the customers that you're serving, the profits that you're making that allow you to do all those other great things that you wanna do with your life that you are passionate about. So don't start with a passionate product, start with serving others well and doing it in a way that's profitable. That opens up a whole bunch of doors to you. 
So that's one of the takeaway lessons from that list as well. So I really think you should jump over and scroll through that list. It's become quite an entertaining thing. We might start a tradition every few months or so to say on the the first day of the month, hey, what's the first thing you sold this month? Because the the answers are just so incredibly interesting, the different variety and how rapidly it just, it speaks to how many people are succeeding with this model. That early morning on the first day of the month, when we said, hey, what's the first thing you guys sold this month? Hundreds of responses just started pouring in from people who are doing this model and doing it well. One quick shout out to my good buddy, Oscar. Tell him I said, thanks. If you see him, I'm actually talking into a different microphone for this podcast episode. Not sure if you can tell or not. I typically use for any of the tech nerds out there, which I'm definitely not. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce the name of this old microphone properly or not. And I may go back to it. I may go back and forth. Let me know what you think of the new sound. I used to use a a Heil PR40, H-E-I-L-P-R40, for those of you who are interested in podcasting. Someone recommended that to me early on, and I liked the way it sounded. But now our good friend Oscar, he he was featured in episode uh, Oscar Matumbo, episode 301 was the last time he was on this show. He's been the encouragement and the inspiration behind so many success stories in this community because he just has such a passion and an energy. Not only does he have a commute, a long commute to work every day and home, working full time, he also just finished his first year of selling and sold over half a million dollars. He just brought his wife home full-time from her job now, and she's working in the business. Their business is exploding. But the reason I mentioned him with this microphone, he sent it to me. He actually, the, the job he has is working for, as a designer, an engineer who designs microphones for podcasting and other kinds of audio equipment. But he designed the microphone that I'm using right now. I thought that was really cool. He sent me one of the first prototypes off the shelf And I want to get it right. Give him a little shout out. Uh, It's a MV7 microphone made by Shure, S-H-U-R-E. I think it's Shure.com, S-H-U-R-E.com. It's the MV7. So if you were sitting there thinking to yourself, wow, Jim sounds a whole lot better than normal today. Well, maybe that's why. Or if you're thinking, wow, that doesn't sound quite as good as normal, Jim. You can maybe sneak me a little note. Don't tell Oscar. (laughs) Thanks, Oscar. Love you, buddy. He's such a cool dude. I have no idea what this thing's even priced at, but it has a lot of really cool features. I'll tell you that. I haven't even started digging into all the features this thing has, but shout out to Oscar for that. And for you, for listening, for hanging out with me for a few minutes, let me gab into the microphone, but hopefully I provided some good, valuable advice and information and inspiration for you today. Not so much for me, but just this is what's happening in our community. The real people with real lives, busy schedules, bills to pay, kids to take care of, worries of the world, the news, the headlines, the you know all the stuff that's going on. But somehow, because we are business building warriors, we find the time, we find the energy, we find the ambition, and we build something. And we put a few extra hundred dollars or a few extra thousand dollars or tens of thousands of dollars every month in the bank because of our efforts in serving others well through the vehicle of e-commerce. That's what this community is all about. I love being part of it. I love being a member here. And if you've got a story to share because of your success, being a part of this community, man, we'd love to hear from you. We have some incredible podcast guests coming up, just booking solid. If there were two or three of me, we'd have a whole lot more episodes because the number of people who are succeeding right now through our coaching program, that's Jim Cockrum Coaching, or through our Amazon course, Proven, amazoncourse.com. 
the numbers are overwhelming right now. Just incredible numbers of people who are coming in, succeeding, sharing their story in our Facebook group. I'll put all those links in the show notes at silentgym.com. Just go to the links below this episode, wherever you're listening, you should see some links. And if you don't find those links, just go to silentgym.com and look up this episode. You'll see the links there for sure. And we'd love to make you part of our community if you aren't yet. If you are, hey, God bless you, business building warrior. I've had a blast hanging out with you a little bit today, and you know I'll have another good episode for you real soon. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.